Hello and welcome to The New Human. This is Sarah Powell. Jasmine Sterling. And we are here for another episode of The New Human podcast. I know we missed a couple there. Um, we had a little bit of under the weather going on and when things don't feel right, we don't want to do this just for the sake of doing it. We want it to be genuine and come from our hearts and come from our experiences. So, having said that, boy, oh boy, have things heated up in the past week or so. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> so today we're coming out of, or maybe we're still in, a whole number of solar storms that went on. And Jasmine and I hadn't spoken too much this past week, just a few quick messages. And um, we both started talking about all of the one one ones and the two two twos and the five five fives we've all been seeing. And I know that I get a lot of one one ones, but there have been an extraordinary amount of two two twos and even a whole bunch of five five fives, which are definitely the more rare. And that always, um, those little synchronicities always, always, you know, remind us that even if we're not in sorts, um, some big, wonderful synchronicities and changes are happening. And I think yeah. that's what we're going to get into today. We're going to get into right. talking about what's been going on with the physical bodies. Like I was up all night last night. I could not sleep. And there was just so much energy coming through. And... Those are the kind of things that help us change. And Jasmine had a very interesting reveal, and I completely agree with it. So why don't you tell us what that is, Jasmine? Well, okay, so first of all, I ended up getting a flu about two and a half weeks ago. And I hadn't been sick since, catch this, December 21st, 2012, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any symptoms then, like I didn't have any symptoms before all of a sudden I just get a fever and sleep all day. It's the same thing that happened back in two, two, um, 2012, December 21st, that morning when I thought, Oh my God, we're going to bump up and it's going to be this new earth. And you know, I didn't expect to really see it, but I felt like I would, I would know that it happened. Like I knew something was going to happen. And I was so looking forward to this whole new thing going on back then. And so instead of me waking up going, oh, I see sparkles and rainbows and, you know, unicorns flying in the air. Not that I really thought that, but I was hoping. Okay. Instead of that, I wake up to the nastiest headache, the nastiest fever. And I felt like I've been run over by a bus and I'm like, what the hell? Okay. So I, you know, I thought that that was pretty funny. You know, in time, I was able to look at that and say, well, we did bump up. You know, I, I, I really felt like that was the bumping up that happened. And that was the reaction my body had because of it. And that's really interesting. I remember that day and I remember coming through and I was sitting on the steps of my um, then boyfriend's property and looking out and, you know, there was this weird almost shift in my perception. The light seemed different and the energy felt different. And mm -hmm. it was much more a subtle thing. Very subtle. Yeah, than I had imagined. I didn't know what to expect, right? And yeah. I remember that moment so um, so strongly and so vividly. Um, and just like the color of the light coming through seemed to be completely different as well. So- Well, what was so weird around 
that time period because it does totally tap into what my experience has been over the last couple of weeks. But the reason that's why I'm saying this, what happened right around that time period, right beforehand, was I started experiencing some majorly psychic openings, majorly. Mm. And I mean, just off the chain things, knowing people were going to come in, knowing, knowing that things were going to happen and then saying to people, you watch, this guy's going to come to the door. He's going to have dark hair, green eyes. Blah. I mean, I, I could pin it almost to the T and I would, I would, I started becoming so confident in this like ability to be able to prophesize what was going to happen so much. So I would say it just so that I could have somebody go, do you see, you see what I mean? You know, it's like, I, I wanted a witness. So I would tell my mom, my mom just was so freaked out during this time. (laughs) Because I would be saying this stuff, right? And then, so of course that, what would happen? The things that I said were going to happen, I would make her witness them with me. I'm saying, mother, you watch, you watch this. And I would like play with my pendulum and I'd be like, oh my God, this guy's going to call me. He's going to call, he's going to call me. And I'd look at my pendulum. I'm like, he's going to call and she's like, what are you doing? I said, you just have to check this out. I said, I, this is so bizarre. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh no, he's going to call. He's going to call right now. And then boom, the phone rings. And I showed her the name on the phone and she just, I mean, her face would just go white. <laughs> this kind of stuff happened like four or five, six times during this time period where I just needed a witness for people right. just to check this out. Okay. So. I, that's the way my life has been off and on forever. Right. So yeah. then this last, in this last two weeks, um, I ended up getting this quote unquote flu. God only knows what it, what it is, but it, the reason why I wasn't afraid that it was some weird lab made, um, virus. E-Y-E-R-U-S. I mean, I just, you don't even know, you're not even allowed to say anything. Just yeah. in case. So the reason is because I felt like whoa, this feels very familiar with what I experienced back in 2012. And to the point where my third eye, my, I always get this violet, you know, like spiraling in my third eye when I meditate or close my eyes. And it was so intense. And I was, I was like laughing. I did not feel well. I mean, I just had a fever. That was all I had. It was just a fever, very similar to what I had before. And, but this third eye thing going on, I'm like, whoa, wait a second. And I was very blank minded, like I told you. I mean, I was sharing my experience. My blank mindedness was so nice. I didn't know, I was so just in the moment without having to think about anything I was to do in the future. I wasn't caring about anything that had happened in the past. I was just in this place of just being. I was just being, but it wasn't like what I had experienced before where you're just being and you're all blissful, but the same, the body, the spirit was showing me the same things. And then, and then right after that, I started noticing all of the five, five, fives and all of the 12, 12s and the two, two, twos to the point again, where it was just like, Oh my God, again. Right. You know? and, yet, and, but it was so weird because I'm, I wasn't feeling tapped in like I typically do when this happens I'll feel like wow I'm really resonating with the universe and I usually feel very you know like joyful or inspired or because right, we're like that, we're that wasn't going on state right because yes the place is maybe the entire reality wasn't affected but we were because those people who were also awakening felt the same thing in their bliss state because 
it wasn't everything. It was the star seeds awakening or going deeper or going to that next level or making yeah, just soul commitments or filling those soul contracts. It was like all those all people of that. that were meant to awaken at, you know, when, when those people go into bliss and everything else doesn't, that is very much the preparation because those people have to do it first to help, you know, the hundredth month right. monkey syndrome. Right, 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 right. So we get cooked. So this is the, this is why we, are having this podcast today because in the process of understanding a lot of times you want to wait till you kind of glean what you need to glean from it and then you can speak from that place but a lot of times we don't have that luxury anymore right now we're winging this we we are here as the front line um, on a spiritual level or an energetic level to be able to share what we're experiencing to help one another as we're transitioning we don't necessarily have that luxury of time in between what we're going through and an observation and go, oh, this was caused from this or that's what was going on or any of that necessarily. And so instead of, you know, it's nice to, to be able to glean and to feel like, oh, I'm healed from this before speaking about something. But I think that there at this time we are getting used to so many hot and heavy experiences literally coming from the sun, literally having coronal mass ejections and solar flares off the chain in August, and especially from the 18th to the 20th. Right, and we're transversing those, you know, bigger yes. star fields and energies through the galaxies. Yes. So I just want to make sure everyone, you know, we don't have an event going on with our sun. We're going through a very charged region of our universe. And, and it's like yeah. And it's and since we're all connected, universe, galaxy, people, planet, everything is connected, intricately connected. Then one thing affects the other. We affect the sun the same way the sun will react to us, and vice versa. Yeah. You know, we we're all connected. Our emotions and our thoughts and everything that's going on with us right now as we're transforming and transitioning and morphing. You know, because we are literally being morphed we're being changed we're we're you know so that this whole part of it the reason why i think it's important to see that it was a fever that i got which by the way fevers are there to help burn up viral fragments and bacterias and parasites and things that are not not needed in the body that's yeah. fever happens to clean the body of things that are no longer needed and that's what a fever does so a fever is not a bad thing just in case you you know you know, it's, if it's not getting up to 105 and beyond, <laughs> you're, you'll be okay, but do what you need to do within that, obviously. But I, I understand the way the body works and that's a very normal, natural mechanism when it wants to burn certain things out. So I think it's very interesting that that all happened around the time that there were these massive sun flares and solar storms and, you know, all of these different things happening from our sun which is actually most likely a cool, a cool energy more than a hot energy. It's most likely more of a portal, but in what we have been taught and what we, you know, what we know. Um, Interesting. I think, I think it's both, but I think, I think it's both <laughs> as well. I think that there's an inner part and an exterior part and we don't know all of the pieces yet. It's well, just, we don't know about the portals and how they work and we don't know about no, the hot like, gases and other dimensions. Right. We hear it and, and people will have their own experiences if they, you know, if they 
talk about those kinds of things. That's not my experience. So I do not know. But I do think that, you know, looking at the, the fact that our DNA is changed by this information that comes from the sun. Right, yeah, and, and we're confusing two different things because like that i think you're speaking in terms of energy and when you look at like heat which is another form of energy the heat coming off it's basically fried mercury and keeps jupiter at outrageous you know temperatures so heat is just one form of energy and i think you know we don't even begin to understand the energy that comes out of that portal that not is not even not even close i was just more symbolically talking about yeah. The fever because you associate the sun with heat. Yeah, know? so let's talk about the fever because that's what's super exciting because alongside Jasmine's fever, I've been looking at my life and I have to say I am cleaning house, right? I am burning off the things <laughs> that no longer resonate and exactly. I'm burning <laughs> off these situations and, you know, drawing in huge, huge change into those things in my life that are just hanging on but not fulfilling or the things we do to make money in this world, which maybe is not our soul journey as we transition into our soul paths because that takes a lot of work when you have a full-time job and you're trying to do both of them. And really how it's, and we've reached the point where we all are feeling that, we're all looking for that transition and that's why there's the, I forget what they're calling us, like the big resign or the quiet resign. Everyone's just walking out and doing things on their own terms. Because I think the collective is feeling that. And it's the complete transition out of this old paradigm quietly and subtly. It's not some big, oh, you know, this big event's going to happen and we're all going to suddenly be in a different world. No, you're, we're seeing it happen in our lives, in how, in, you know, the nine to five thing that's going on um, for hundreds of years and that reminds me using the people that we're choosing to be around mm -hmm. you know we were just talking about transitioning you know our friendships and our relationships and our family relationships are always there to be supportive as well as some of them are and some of them are there to clear out our stuff and be that mirror for us to clear out and there's been so much of that going on lately that when you know we're reaching the point when you're doing the self work, you, it's it's not like you don't even want to settle anymore because a lot of times we live in compromise around those things. Oh well, I'll do this, but I know this other thing's happening in the background. But it's reached such a fever pitch that that level of compromise isn't even acceptable anymore. And that if you're waking up and stepping into your full 5D soul purpose and aligned life and into these new frequencies. It's become an uncomfortable suit that you're screaming to get out of now immediately. What did I tell you? What, I, what was it that I was telling you when I was talking to you when I was sick? I can't even call it sick. That's why I don't call it being sick. When I had, when I was having that fever, what I told you, I said, I don't remember the word. Sarah, I said, no, I said, I just can't do that anymore. I said, I cannot be part of the slave system. I just can't. Right, you did. I, said, you my, did. My mind is, I have no thought process. But one thing that I know is I cannot do that. And it's not like I'd had a nine to five job ever, really. I mean, I did for a very short period of time. I was always self self employed and sub you know subcontracted and always did my own thing. And and so for me, for whatever reason, 
that was the thing that came out when I was talking to you. And I remember I that. And I was it. like, okay, you know, her fever's talking, you know, money has to come, blah, blah, blah. And it's not, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about right now. That was another thing that came through that was super, super, super clear. And in, in it's a whole like reassessment that I've experienced over the last, and it's not been really super comfortable. I'm not been running around in bliss and joy. It's been more like, super quiet, super introspective, reassessing, not because I'm super mindy. There's not a lot of mindy stuff. It's just a lot of stuff being burned out. Right. And as you see it clicking away, it brings up, it can bring up emotional things. It can bring up, um, you know, thought processes that are no longer serving you that you're like, Ooh, this is uncomfortable. And it can also just make you super clear, like what I was experiencing. Wow. I really need to do what I know I need to do and just whatever yeah. happens, happens. You really kind of have to take that leap of faith because. Well, the opposite like. of that, if you don't, I see people all around just having major meltdowns and breakdowns. Like they're being challenged to change and like, I don't want to change. I can't change. And it's a major, major um, uh, pushback going on from so many people. The oh, yeah. afraid to not understanding what's really happening and that, everyone's being stretched because we, as you said, before we got on this, decided to do a podcast right now about before we even had this conversation with each other, um, was, you know, we're in the new paradigm. It is seeping in and we're at the lowest level of that new paradigm. So there's so much room to grow in that next level of, um, spurt that can happen for us. But it does feel like we just transitioned out of, the former and reach that new level. And now we need to figure out what that is. Exactly. And, 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 and it's going to affect the physicality because we don't separate the spirit from the physical while we're, we're still here. Yeah. Right. So, and, and as we're doing the 3d, 4d, 5d thing, we're, we're, we've been vacillating in between these, well, we're multidimensional, but between the 3d, 4d and 5d, at least right now that we can kind of wrap our, our mind around, what that means for us, because this is more, you know, closer to what we're experiencing right now. And the three, the, the physical 3D, it just seems like we're hitting, the veil is thinning between these dimensions. We're becoming less dense as we're moving more into the, the, the you know, you want to call it the, the galactic center, Halcyon or whatever you want to call it. There's, there's more light encoded. We're more, we're oh, less yeah. dense of physical, and we are becoming more light filled. So we are literally lighter in density and everything around us is feeling these, it's almost like maybe the molecules, you can kind of see it like rearranging or separating a little bit where there's more space. There's just, the, the veil is thinner. And I felt that really, I feel that really strong, especially with you know, a lot of the different, since the 2012 really, and the different really psychic experiences that I was having. The, the veil between my thought process and what I was thinking and what was happening, boom, it was so yeah, completely. I've been having so many instant manifestations on so this show and it just keeps going. And they're, they are almost instant. It's phenomenal. Right. But at the same point, I sleep a lot less because I don't, I mean, we all process the energy differently. And so my body just, um, wants to is wired right the the energy just comes in and i'm like 
And that did happen a lot. I remember from the 11.11 portal um, leading up to 2012, December 21st, 2012, um, I was out in Sedona and I was in a medicine wheel ceremony. And I don't even know, I was there with three other friends. I don't even know what happened because I was just like stripping off my coat. It was a chilly November day and I was barefoot with my feet you know, with pebbles sticking into my feet and I'm stripping off my coat and I'm just like this transporter for this crazy amount of energy, like more than I'd ever been able to flow at the time. And it was just um, bringing that in that was being summoned, bringing through my body into the earth, helping earth make her change. And while I'm not in a medicine wheel portal <laughs> that was created on that sacred day in that sacred spot, I feel like the same thing is happening again. These incredible amounts of energy are coming through and is using my body as a portal to help break that, bring that in and help facilitate and change what's happening on the earth. And this is the role of, um, I don't know if you know Dolores Cannon's three tiers of volunteers. I was definitely the second tier, the, the one who's you know here just to help bring in the energy and raise the frequency. I don't know, just, but that is one of our main goals. And I've been shown that over and again. And then, so when this happens, I don't sleep. <laughs> and, it, you know, usually I'm pretty supercharged and I'm not terribly exhausted. And I think, like, by the end of a week of this, I get a little exhausted. But the body grows and changes. But I feel like I've done that work to prepare for this. And now this is just its natural um, extension of that next phase. And it's super exciting. And I just, you know, want to share it because we've had so much proof, you and I, and I'm sure if we talk to other people about this, everyone's going to say, yeah, oh my gosh, that's been happening. So much proof that there's some huge vibrational shifts going on right now. And everyone's like, oh, where's the solar flash? And everyone keeps talking about the solar flash that's going to awaken people. Well, maybe if it doesn't happen that way, because that will be really difficult for people to process. What if it happens like this in the succession of... That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I know that you say that because I I read every once in a while people talking about we're going to have this event, right? And this event's going to be this demarcation between this and that, and I'm like, wow. Considering I've never seen anything really ever happen that drastically on this planet. We were told Y2K was going to do this and everything's going to crumble. Right. There, where there's always something that's going to make us all die, right? It's like, yet it never <laughs> happens that way. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It's much more subtle. And, and I think yeah. it's, more, it's more individual. Yes, there's the collective for sure. But there, there's, those, there's those of us that can handle more as more like a trans, uh, transformer. Right. To take that energy and to put it back into to, to help mama. Earth? Yeah, and that's and the whole thing. Like nature yeah. is abundant and kind and generous. And when I see how consciousness works with me, it is always guiding me and steering me delicately. Sometimes not if I'm in resistance because it's trying to shake me awake. But it's not there to harm nature. When you look at what happens with trees and rocks and plants and the, absolutely like, you see the most amazing things grow in this tiny, tiny little crack between the cement. You know, nature is there to support life and growth, not just nature is life. Nature yeah. is life. And anything that happens around that, sometimes it's been man manipulated. Mm -hmm. but, but nature is life, life affirming. And, you know, we know what I know of God 
that creator prime source energy is life itself. Right. So is it going to yeah. come and destroy its creation no. by putting it in a, an energy? No. Like, for many people, what is going on would be like lightning hitting them if it came in the way people say right. it's going to come in. Right. Yeah, and then exactly. everyone, all these souls would just become disembodied because their their bodies can't handle that much frequency. It would just blow out their nervous system. And who knows what will happen when your nervous system blows out. Your brain's not going to work. Your heart's not going to work. Your muscles are going right. to have a big contraction and then stop working altogether. Think of what happens when too much energy or lightning strikes. That's what it would be like. And I don't believe nature ever would do that to its creation no. if it's for their awakening no yeah, I, I agree i think that the, the way everything is set up is is perfect in the way that it's been set up and it's just up to us to catch up to that because you know we've been very dumbed down as a species and you know we are the little <laughs> the little daisy that's popping through that cement crack nothing is going to hold it back nothing's going to hold us back because of what we're made of because of what we really are and then we go back into being the being the superhuman or having the human superpowers just by being human, what we are, we're learning more and more every day that it's quite awesome and tremendous. And it is our natural, our natural self is so amazing and miraculous that we can't even fathom it right. while we're here. But we're, we're getting to this more and more and more and more every day. And the more we can remember, you know, that prime source creator, that energy is the thing that is everything. You know, it's like when I remember that, I'm just completely set at ease because I trust that implicitly more than anything, more than life, breath, anything. It's that, that I know somehow, that I know. So, and there's everything around it when you want to, when you want to see that. It's very, very, very easy to see that. So we have nothing to fear in our transition you know and but in in the process of reassessing or in the process of feeling like your molecules might be dismantling a bit and then coming back together well, you're not and before you go on i just want to talk about that because you're talking about the very beautiful like aspirational functionality of what we do as humans but i just want to talk a little bit about the physical right because our dna was made for this new energy as well our dna is photonic does that that means it can absorb and release light in photons which is like a quantum a packet of light energy and you know we hear all of these people talking out on the internet of course in all these youtube videos and instagram videos about oh well the 22 strands of dna are coming on board do we need that I don't think we need that. DNA mostly codes for proteins to keep our bodies functioning. And we don't know the functionality of the quote unquote junk protein, uh, junk DNA, excuse me, except that it could code for all of those um, extrasensory things and abilities that we have beyond our known senses, right? So. Do we, we have only, I think, 40% of our DNA that's not quote-unquote junk DNA. So all of that perhaps codes for those other things, or perhaps it's there to hold light and raise the frequency and change our bodies in such a way that when the light comes in, those things activated. Why would we need more strands of DNA to do that? Our DNA is perfectly equipped right now 
to work for that. So very physically, we can ascertain how this energy coming into our sphere is working on our bodies as well. So yeah, we're, it's, it's helping us realign and we're going to definitely get into that as you were going there and what we're doing in our lives now that have changed radically in the past week, I feel like. I feel like everything I was working on was the precursor for like now we're changing all of this stuff and we're just hit the, the go button has been hit and I think we're all waiting for that go button, right? We all were feeling it, something's coming, something's changing and we're going to hit go and then accelerate like all the stuff we've been putting in the hard work in the background it's about to go but we are already like this light has the capacity to change us as we are without creating things out of matter like every cell in your body would have to create 22 new or every chromosome in your body in every cell in your body would have to create 22 new strands of or 21 new strands of dna don't see the need. Don't see how that would happen unless things are created out of thin air. Maybe it will. Maybe someday I'll be eating my words. But the nature but of the our thing is doesn't even warrant that it doesn't needs really to matter. I mean, none of that matters. That's not up to us to do. Our responsibility is all the you know what what I feel responsible to do is to make sure that I'm awake. I just want right. to make sure that I am present and that I that that I'm in love with what I know love is because to me that is being in full alignment with yeah. my, my purpose as a soul. And you're it's following like, where your soul is being guided. Right. And you know, a lot of time you're not lately, you're not real comfortable because this is unchartered territory. And this is why we're even having this podcast. It's not because we we're like, Oh, we know this and you need to listen and we're the guru and Oh my God, no. What it is, is we're just a human being who's very, very aware of being human, very aware that we are going into much, much more. It's a mystery to us right now, but we can talk about the things that are happening to help lessen the, well, you know, the trauma, because sometimes when you don't know, it can feel traumatic. And by us going through it and having these conversations, being super vulnerable to like, this is what I was thinking and this is what I was experiencing. And this is, you know, and I know we're connected, you know, like when you and I speak, we speak from a, a very unified field of <laughs> understanding, <laughs> super unified. And we want everybody to feel that they're part of this so that we can help one another lift in, in, in this morphing state that we're, that we're going through. And, that is the part of it is to talk about the things that are a little bit scary with it. So you don't feel scared right. and to and, understand. Right. Yeah. So and you just word. use the word, you know, and we're human, right? A lot of people will hear that as a negative and that is not the case at all. Um, I don't know the truth to this, but supposedly the human biology was put together by a number of different species for its ability to rise above and for that ability for that transition for the ability to have the joy and the soul and the emotions which is not always with all of the races and i don't know the exact verbiage around this because usually i don't listen to what people say and i go through my experience um, of how i've been shown something but i believe that because i've been able to see the physiological and mental and emotional growth that has just even happened to myself and friends and loved ones and not all of them 
but specific ones over the course of their lives. And we are in that place where we grow and change and be creative and harness the creative energies. So when people hear human, they think small. They think all of these other races or all of these other experiences are so much better than being a human. And that's not the case at all. The only challenge we have being a human is that we've been put in a box and only told we can live through our five senses. We haven't had that teaching on how to live in our expanded um, abilities. Oh, we've and had a teaching. We've had a teaching, all right. The teaching was about how bad we were, how evil we were, how stupid we were, you know, and in reality, we're finding out that that is not the case. In fact, it's the exact opposite, right? So it's, it's like, we were intentionally limited. And yeah. most people are, I shouldn't say most, because I don't want to stereotype. A lot of people are willing to accept that and go, okay, I see it. It's real. I'm going to believe that. And the few people have really gone beyond that and go, okay, I'm going to go into deep seats of meditation. Great. That's blissful. But what else can I access there? Like there are people who are constant explorers pushing the boundaries. And then there are those people that are born with certain gifts, like the psychics and the mediums that others don't yet have open yet. They all can just because they're wired a specific way. So different people have shown and have been the way showers for, what other people can do you know it's just like any other sport practice and under learn your craft and practice the heck out of it and you too can be an amazing athlete and yes some people's bodies just like some people's bodies are more athletic some people's bodies are more wired to certain things and then it gets into the belief systems you know some people have a very open belief system and other people will never go beyond what you know what they've been told and they accept that as their belief systems and those are the things that limit us because they're all energy so the fact that you know when we say human and i know people think small about that and i want to change that perception because it's so important i mean the complete opposite when i say it i know you do but i know opposite. talking to the collective that's what know. people think and i just want to confirm that no the human and, and this is, you know, why I'm so passionate about this and, you know, tapping into the universe and getting miracles and, you know, doing so much with energy work and going into meditational states to leave the body and access, um, you know, realms of consciousness to see what's happening in other places and other times and things like that. That is us just touching the surface outside of our um, senses. We don't even know what comes after that. Like even the, if infinity is the, uh, norm, <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Inf infinity is possible within our conscious universe, which we believe it is. Maybe it's not, but it's it's way far farther than we currently are right now. So everyone should be practicing, experimenting, and see: Can I do this? Can I do this? What are the limits of this? How do I get there from here? You know, those are the kind of things that is so exciting to be in a human body right now because we are pushing the limits on human evolution and how we are going to be as the future human. Right. So and that's, that's why the conversation is so, is so critical because how many people will spend their time to go, what can I do to experience my superhumanity? You know, do they sit around or are they just looking at a boob tube, watching something on TV to numb out? So to, to choose that expansion, and to choose listening to something like this where it gets your imagine 
creation going right. so that you can imagine it as being real because your imagination is the thing that starts every single thing in this reality. Great point. So we, you have to be able to bother taking the time to use the imagination so that you can actually de develop and crystallize a reality around that that you're really excited about, that you really know is true deep, deep in your heart. You know that everything is truly made of of love, that everything is really loving. We may not be seeing that reflection all the time as we're going through many different things right now, but in us, is there this soul that knows there's something like a heavenly experience and there's this beautiful earth that is just so pristine and flawless and amazing. We all know that we're all driven to this experience of, of you know, of that kind of love and that kind of um, beauty and that heaven on earth, that experience is in us all. We know it. We can push it away. We can say, well, we can't do it. But you know what? If it not for just at least an hour a day, you know, just to remember, or even a half hour, even five minutes, if that's all you've got, to know that it's not only possible, but it's actually something you can practice yep. simply by intending that, intending to create it, intending to feel it, intending to love another being with that kind of intensity of, you know, gratitude and the, all of that stuff is real. This is the stuff that's real. This is the only stuff that really matters right now, because this is what we're creating. This is the newness that we're creating as a super empowered human being, because this is truly what we are. Yeah. So this, yeah. And I just wanted to talk about like a tangible way to drive that forward for people to you know, like, okay, so I'm in my imagination, what next? Um, you know, I have had crazy miracles happen in my life. And one of them was happened when I was in India and it was a miracle of healing and the universe worked in a manner that's not supposed to exist. So... I wanted to know, well, if the universe worked in a manner to heal me that's not supposed to exist, not even outside of medicine, but just outside the functioning of how the universe works, is it repeatable? And I believe, like, in a miracle, they've taught me so much to explore the boundaries of this universe, of this, of this beautiful, inter, in personal and interactive consciousness we're a part of. So I had this healing miracle and beyond medicine, just the functionality of how it healed me isn't supposed to exist. So I tried to repeat it and I try and call on the energies and I try and conjure that up. And I wasn't able to because I didn't have the skills and capacity behind it. But I was trying to do it rather than ask the universe to do it for me. And then at the beginning of this whole COVID pandemic, I, you know, was sitting still and feeling something one day. And all of a sudden that same sensation of what happened to me in India happened again. And I knew something was being pulled out of my body and I never found out what that was, but there it was my miracle, the, the actions behind my miracle was repeated. Mm -hmm. And so that gave me complete proof that, okay, everyone in the world will not believe that this is possible, but it's happened to me twice now. So while maybe the first time I tried to figure out how that worked and it didn't work for me, but now I have a second chance to go, okay, 
So all of these things that we think are impossible can happen and we just need to explore because that's pushing the bounds on what we are as a human. Satya Sai Baba used to pull things out of the air, just create things out of the air. Things would like show up in his hand with thought and focus and concentration. Um, how many people can do that? Very, 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 very Well, the few. whole Christian religion was based on Jesus doing miracles like right. that, turning water into wine. So these, these are alchemists, in my opinion. These are very evolved beings that have learned how to work with frequencies and vibration with energy yeah. so that they've, they've, trans, they've transmuted the 3d into the 5d and above you know it's just they yeah. are that evolved they've got it they got it they and did get it but we all have the ability we to all, do that. and that's why they're there that's why what jesus said you know what you will do is more than me basically paraphrasing you'll do this and more right. and you know and that's that's the basis of the eastern and the western religions they're always trying to tell us the same thing which is we are so much more than we are taught we have to we have to go into our imagination and see what more that we are it's gonna start by actually thinking about it and or having the miracles happen to you and then thinking or introspecting about it later doesn't matter which way it happens the, the point of it is if you allow that if your intention is to experience yourself as something more then you're going to experience it it may not be right in that second it may be going through a fever. Oh, that's what happened to St. Francis. St. <laughs> Francis went through a really bizarre fever for days. I mean, he was a high fever. They all thought he was going to die. And what happens? One day, he's done. All of a sudden, he's this freaking miraculous, miraculous man who's walking around totally in communication with animals. He's nothing but love. He's, he's just this blissful, beautiful being now, right? He was cooked something it was his time and that's how it worked for him and it's so interesting because i've always really connected to i've always really connected because i adore animals so much and i've always thought about saint francis in that way and so i do sometimes think that we might be going through these different fevers and these different things because it is helping the body to transform and burn up certain things that are no longer needed as we are spiritually ascending because yeah. there is an ascension process happening. And so, imagine yeah. if every single person, this is what I get so excited about. If I'm trying to work things in the way of my miracle and when, when I get that fixed, it's going to be the first thing, not fixed, but fixed into this reality. And hey, I did this. This is how you do it. It's repeatable. Imagine if everyone had a bit of that. Imagine the information we could share on a collective because we're all so different. We all experience different things. We all process energies different. Our bodies are all wired slightly different. We all have different abilities and skills that we can do. And imagine what the next step of this collective will look like once we oh all God. go through this process and share this information with each other. And that's what you and I are trying to do. I mean, this is exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Exactly. And you just hit the nail on the head because it's, we're doing this so that we can reach each other, everybody collectively so that we can watch and witness and, and experience how we're shifting it together with all of the support and with all of the um, allowing, holding the space for each other to grow into what that person is supposed to grow and develop into what latent beautiful powers does this person have 
what amazing things can this person offer this beautiful planet, right? And the more that we do it, of course, it just shifts the vibration collectively, totally. Yeah, and I'm laughing because I just tied this back to this um, challenge that I've been, I did a week and a half ago, and now I'm starting to put the course together, right? So Tony, um, oh God, why do I always forget his name? He's so famous. Robbins. Tony Robbins, of course. Uh-huh. You know, and Dean Grazioni, his partner, did this Time to Thrive Challenge, and they're saying behind this challenge, they have built this mastermind platform where people share their experiences for others to learn from, and you don't have to have six PhDs. It's something you went through and came out the other side, and you have relevant, beautiful information to share. And I guess they've done all the research on this, and it's going to be a multi-billion dollar industry going into 2027, something like that. And now that I see it from this spiritual perspective that we've naturally arrived there, and I'm laughing because it tied into this thing that I was very inspired by. I'm like, oh, I'm finally a platform you know, to put some of this knowledge out there of things that I've gone through with all energy work and miracles that can help other people because it's what I've chosen to explore through my lifetime. Right. And I completely understand now, you yeah. know, their vision behind that from a spiritual perspective. I was kind of thinking of it as, oh, it's another money-making thing. I want to be on board. I know they'll promote it well. But it's really a collective spiritual opportunity for us all to step forward. And I, mean, I just see it two eyes now. It's 100%. Otherwise, this life would, be, like, would be you know, lived in vain, kind of. If if we didn't have something to share back, to give back to it, you know, to, to be, to show your gratitude and to show, wow, this is, I went through all of this crap, all of it. So, so you don't have I to. Could, <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. But so that you can also share to help the next person. Oh, there's a pothole. Yes. Okay. There's a pothole. If you go down this street, there's a pothole on the left side, right by that door over there. Just so, just to let you know, just in case you don't want to get all wet or dirty or fall over on your bike or whatever. And then it'd be like, oh, wow, thank you. Because no, I don't really want to go in that pothole if I don't have to. Right. And it's like, you know what? We can just kind of go around that and I don't have to get dirty. Well, I really appreciate that when people share their experience of going down this path and going down that path. Does it mean you're going to go through it the same way? No. But it means that, hey, we're here to, sh- to help each other to have the best experience possible. Right. Everyone has planet. some gems that are relevant to thousands of others. You, you yes. The story and path might not be the same, but there are always things that someone's going, it's going to be helpful to someone. And that's it's, it's our collective experience. Yeah. yeah. When it's a personal experience, it's wisdom. And, and that it's, it's hard to forge wisdom because that takes learning and it takes going through an experience and then being able to, merge the head and the heart through an experience and it comes out as wisdom. And that is such an incredible attribute of love. You know, wisdom is amazing and very needed on this planet. A great point. There's, there's a information war going on to keep us dumbed down to what we really are. So the wisdom has to be something that comes from the heart as well as the head. And it comes out through the mouth, through this, you know, the throat chakra with love and with consciousness now, and it's your own experience. So we're like this furnace for this. We take all of this experience in this 3D craziness right now, and we transform it 
and it goes through experience in your heart and your head and all this stuff and it comes out the mouth and then you have this amazing beautiful gems of wisdom that you get to share with all of your other human family you know it's like hey, we can do this and we can do this even better and we can do this with each other and we've got all this wouldn't that be i mean to me this is just speaking heaven and earth yeah, this is the real information age, right? This is not yeah, some AI tech thing. This is the real information age when we share yeah, from our hearts and our soul journeys. Yep. So I'm spoke out. That that just put a put a nail in it for me. Yeah, I think <laughs> that puts a cap. I think that puts a feather in the cap of just you know, kind of coming full circle and getting getting all of that out in the way that we wanted to be able to share that today. Yeah. This is, um, this is exactly what the new human can do, you know, and, and is and is doing. So, so yeah. So jury, um, let's 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 solve the crime <laughs> with the votes. <laughs> are, are we going to have a big shift? No, I think we're in it. That's my vote. I think we're in it. I think it's coming. I think you're right. When before the conversation we had, right before we said, let's do a podcast about this was that yep we, we we just reached another plateau we reached another level we just did a major shift in this past week or week and a half and we're in it and i feel it personally i feel it with how my life is aligned i feel that all the work that i did for the past two years was prepping the stage and i was waiting for that big point everyone's waiting for that go I fully believe we are in that go moment. What about you? I agree. I completely concur. Yeah, I think that that's the way it is. I think that it's going to be in more bite-sized uh, pieces so that it doesn't blow everybody's brains out and we get a we get a chance to assimilate. <laughs> we have to assimilate these energies and the body is being tasked to do so. So it's like, you know, here we are. And there's a lot of people who are saying we won, we won, we won. And, you know, I didn't know it's coming from Intel and I don't know if it's good Intel or bad Intel. It's hard to say, but energetically, I feel like we just did energetically from my empath and my nature, no matter what is thrown at the collective, um, from the governing those that be whatever, um, with people making rules that Those people don't want to anymore. I feel like I feel like it's true. I feel like we reached the hurdle. I feel like we're over the top of that. And even if things get a little crazy and a little bad, I think internally we've done it. We're there where we need to be, and where it's going to get easier instead of harder from here exactly. on. Exactly. We reached the top of the mountain, and now it's downhill. It's downhill. We, you know, we've done our we've done our due diligence. We've done our jobs. We've remained the work. <laughs> Doing the work is the hardest part. You know, so at this point, I'm just super, super grateful that I can go through really challenging times where you don't know what's going on, but you trust life itself. I just, yeah. you just trust it. And you the just think it's going to fall off. Yeah. And that's fine because you're coming from it a different place, right? If people fall away and situations fall away, you're still trusting that it's coming from the deeper place. And I think it's like any relationship, like you get to the point where you're like, oh, I know I have to leave this person. Oh, I'm not ready to leave this person. Okay, I want to leave this person, but I can't yet. And then something happens and when it's done, it's done. You know, you're like, I can't even go back at that point. Well, the and shift will happen regardless right. of necessarily what happens physically, right? It starts first from the energetic and then it's it will slow down or step down into a physical 
you know, something will happen. It will either they'll be out of your life or they'll come closer into your life, but you're no longer attached because you know, you've already made that decision energetically. It's already happened where I, this no longer works for me in this way. I want, I want more love. I want more expansion. I want more this, that, and the other. And a lot of times you have to claim that within yourself. Yeah. So, so I think you're happen. right. I think the change will be easier even on that respect too. So I mean, people shouldn't expect things to fall off. I expect more things will fall off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As it already is. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think I think great. we killed that topic in the best way ever. More love, more soul journeys. And I don't think anyone has a choice. I think everyone's on the path now and it's gonna get harder and harder for those people, unfortunately, that don't recognize what's happening. So my only wish out there is that those people that do recognize what's happening be the guy, be the way shower, have compassion, be gentle, because there will be still a lot of people freaking out and not knowing what's happening and their lives are falling apart and they don't see it as a good thing. So right. be and gentle. Patient. Yeah. Patient, gentle with yourself and with those around you, for sure. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Turn on the compassion. All right, Emily, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Jasmine, for another awesome conversation. Thank I'm you, Sarah. This has been a blast, as usual. Signing off for the New Human Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.